It's 4 o'clock on a Monday, and you know what that means, don't you kids? It's time for another exciting episode of Taxi TV Live! <laughs> this week, starring Instrumental Cues, you're in the A&R Hot Seat! Woohoo! <laughs> thank you, fake band, thank you, fake audience. Somebody actually asked, hello everybody, uh, somebody actually asked the other day in the chat room, uh, what do you use for the uh, audience and for your band? So I had to uh, post links in there. So for those of you who want to buy one of those, good luck, hard to find them. These can still be had on eBay. Love iCarly. I watch this show every night before I go to bed. All right, uh, let's see. So today we're going to listen to music that the A&R team forwarded and returned. And you guys are going to vote as to what you'd do if you were in the A&R hot seat. You had to make that decision. Um, but for those of you who are new, uh, we type in a plus one if you would forward, a minus one if you would not. But you got to wait till the music stops so that you don't influence the other members of the Academy. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, before we start listening, I want to remind you to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Uh, give us a like if you find these shows entertaining and educational. And let's say a quick hello to the folks in the chat room. And there they are. Darren Fletcher, Nina Harris, Lamar Pecorino, Gloria Covington, Marion Laird, uh, Dave Barnett, TJ Mackey, uh, Stephen Patty, Happy Ron, Darren Fletcher, Space Moose, Andre Stepanian, Ken Mesford, Marion Laird, Michael Aranda, Audio CD, wow, they're flying by, Ron Svoboda, L. Harrison, Alex Dillon, Paul Croteau, Harry Harlow, Greg Carroza, Robert Velicorce, John Pearson, uh, Kenneth Woodbury Jr., Carl Wurzbach, D. Troy, uh, Pierre Venio, uh, Dean Kataska, Windchimes Music. Hello, everybody. So good to be with you for the start of yet another week of lockdown. You guys hanging in there okay? Um, I actually uh, got out of the house yesterday, went out to the desert with three friends of mine, was out uh, way out in the desert for, I don't know, about four hours, got a little sun. Um, felt good to exercise my freedom. Hope you guys uh, are all doing that sort of thing and staying safe while you're doing it. Um, hello, Linda Cullum, Peter Rayhill, Dr. Effector, ooh, I like that name, um, Ann House. <laughs> Ann House, exciting life that Ann House leads. I just went for a ride to pick up a case of toilet paper. Uh, Andre Bottino, two months in Italy, nice. Uh, okay, San Diego Songwriters Meetup, uh, by the way, sound and video is excellent, yay! Uh, hello, Cass. <laughs> Cass actually posted a little apology in the uh, um, comments section of the video, I think that we did Thursday or Friday, apologizing for not being there. He went motorcycle riding with his friends and said, man, that was probably better than than hanging out with all well not hanging out with you guys but you know i mean just feeling the, the 
air blowing through your hair. All right, so let's see. This was, did I write down that listing number? No. <laughs> yes, it was taxi listing number S200415ET as an extraterrestrial. And I'm going to tell you right now, because I know you guys are going to ask, um, how many submissions were there? Why, there were 245 submissions. There were 53 forwards, 192 returns. I will repeat that one more time. 245 submissions, 53 forwards, and 192 returns. And here's a description of listing. Uh, I actually have no idea about this particular genre, so I will be learning right along with you today. I'm not uh, sure I even really understand this genre. Lots of emotional trap, emo trap. Didn't know there was such a thing, but I'm old, so. Uh, lots of uh, emo trap instrumental cues are needed by a new division of a music licensing company that gets tons of placements in TV shows and is now expanding. Note, they're currently building a few new catalogs, so this is a killer opportunity to start a relationship with an awesome company. That is true. They're looking for mid to up-tempo instrumental cues in the general stylistic wheelhouse of the following references. Um, Lucid Dreams instrumental by Juice World, Sad instrumental by uh, extension yeah, I can't pronounce that betrayed instrumental by Lil Jan X-A-N I don't know what do I hear oh it's the fan on my computer wow hasn't been running that hot lately but it is today give them well crafted trap instrumental cues that effectively deliver a sad or melancholy mood and feel um, your submission should be rhythmically engaging from start to finish and have contemporary trap elements. That I understand. Stick to a central motif throughout. Give your cues a developmental arc that gives editors some options. Hint, that will increase your chances of getting your cues used more often. Taxi tip, please be sure your virtual instruments and samples sound current, not dated, and are of high quality. All submissions should be around 90 seconds to 2 minutes in length. Uh, give or take. Non-faded button stinger endings will work best. Do not copy the reference material in any way, shape, or form. Use them only as a general guide. Blah, blah, blah. Um, broadcast quality is needed. Company offers an exclusive deal. The rest of that stuff doesn't really matter for what we're doing today. So, let's get jiggy with it, okay? All right, um... I'm doing this, playing them off my phone today, so I hope I don't miss anything up, because... Okay, here we go. Come on. All right. Uh, this first one is called Mumble Bass. Let me know if the uh, levels on the music are suitable for you guys. Here we go.
try giving a little more level, see how this is. <laughs> all right uh i can't tell how long somebody's asking how long that one is i have no idea um anyway cast your votes plus one if you would forward that minus one if you would not um and then ariana will total them up and let us know if you guys agreed with the uh, a and r person that screened this stuff Wow, flying by. Hey, Aaron Michelle, how are you? Good to see you. Well, good to see your name. <laughs> oh, the soft. <laughs> what is going on? You know, I have gone in and adjusted the camera settings so many times. Jay Strickland says, good hair. I don't know. I touched it up with my little buzzer earlier today. I'm kind of doing okay on the sides, but I got this like thing going on up there. I'm afraid to touch the top. I don't want to end up looking like uh, Anderson Cooper after he gave himself a haircut. <laughs> Andre Stepanian says, just don't move and it won't try to autofocus. Um, this one didn't, somebody's asking, uh, Dan Weber says this is a high bar listing, correct? Um, it didn't say high bar. I mean, pretty much everything is high bar, but there are some times where the bar is like exceptionally high. So we actually have to say this is a high bar listing, but none of them are like, yeah, we can kind of let stuff slide through. Hello, Vincent Nicotina, Mark Wiggins, Martin Gravel, Musician's Friend 2. Um, <laughs> Kara Candy wants to know if I styled my hair for uh, trap music. No, <laughs> I did not. All right. Uh, wow, this one was kind of close, but you guys were right. 32 said you would forward it. 25 said you would not. And the screener in charge of this did, in fact, forward it. So, yay, congratulations. You guys are A&R geniuses. Okay, let's check out another one. 
Ooh, this is one. I, it's a good title, but I don't like the title. It's called Lawyer Fees. Anybody who's ever had to pay one for anything uh, extensive can relate. Lawyer Fees. Remember, emotional trap. hitting that pause button it pauses and then starts up all by its lonesome all right cast your votes kids plus one if you would forward that for emo trap minus one if you would not joseph alums oh no i won't repeat that because i don't want to influence the voting it's a tough genre honestly uh We've got screeners that are very specifically film and TV people and very specifically film and TV instrumental people, so they would probably know more than I would. Maybe no more than all of us would. I don't know. Joseph Alonzo says, very tough. It is. I was actually trying to think of scenes that, you know, maybe that's that's the best way to judge these, is can you imagine it being used in a scene? And I actually could on that one.
Does emo mean that it's got to be sad? Uh, I know it mentioned sad somewhere in there, but does it have to be sad? Um, Yeah, uh, that effectively deliver a sad and or melancholy mood and feel. So to me, that one felt a little melancholy, felt a little dark. Um, yeah, Devin Keith McCall said, uh, felt tense, like waiting for bad news. Somebody earlier mentioned, sounds like something you'd listen to on opioids. Uh, was that from personal experience? <laughs> How do you know what people on opioids, uh, what they listen to? Um, Mark Wagan says, a looking back montage, tragedy may, uh, that may have happened, subject going through low things that went down. That's kind of how I felt. Um, All the refs were of opioid users. <laughs> oh, man. See, I'm supposed to be entertaining you, but in fact, you guys are entertaining me. Uh, score was posted. Oh, what was it? Please post again. I missed it. The vote is in. I guess I could scroll up. Oh, here we go. Oh, 24 would forward it and 29 would not. Well, you guys did not agree with the screener on this one. <laughs> I don't know. I would not have wanted to be, you know, the screener on this. Who knows? Um, I'm sure they were super well qualified. I can probably guess who we put on it and it would be, uh, that particular person would be very, very well qualified. But, I don't know, it's just such a weird genre. Okay, let us listen to another. And this one's called, <laughs> here we go, another opioid reference, I'm assuming. This one's called Staying Clean. Last one was forwarded by the screener, not forwarded by you guys.
the hiss is my air conditioner. See, there it went. your votes, ladies and gentlemen. Would you forward that? If you would, type in plus one. If you would not, type in minus one. Ariana will do the math. Computer's actually running a little warm today. The uh, CPU is cranking it out, and I don't know why. So I've only got one other app open, which I'm now going to shut down. Concrete mixing. I just joined. How can submit? Um, it was for one of our regular listings that deadlined like a month ago or a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, we do these shows every now and then where we test the listening skills. Uh, the cabinet over my left shoulder. <laughs> um, we got that 18 years ago at a store in Hollywood area, like on La Cienega. Um, it was like a uh, Asian antique store. There you go. I don't remember the name. Um, but it was one of those things when we saw it, we went, okay, got to get it. I mean, it doesn't matter how much it costs within reason. And, and it turned out to be not horribly expensive. Um, Nancy Khalil says, are you wearing Sperry Topsiders, Michael? You look like you're going yachting after the show. Take that as a compliment. <laughs> See, I don't go on yachts and I don't go on sailboats. I only go on fishing boats because if it floats and it's not set up for fishing, then it shouldn't be floating. But stay right there. Nancy, just for you. I happen to have a pair of Sperry Topsiders that I keep around at all times, just in case you're going to be on one of the episodes. I want to make you happy. I was actually wearing those this morning when I went out uh, to check my gopher traps. <laughs> I've actually got the computer uh, sitting on a little platformy thing, and it's got little tiny riser feet in there. Um, 
so that it does have room for the air to move. Better do a show about Michael's furniture. <laughs> oh, man. All right, the vote is in. Seven people would forward it, 54 would not. And once again, you guys are winners because you agreed with the screener. Congratulations. Good job, everybody. Okay, this one is called... Oh, you know what? That was the wrong one. I mean, everything is right, but... Okay, this one is called Empty. And there's the air conditioner right on cue. All right, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward it, minus one if you would not. This is probably the hardest genre that we've ever done one of these episodes on, I think. 
So somebody asked about the coyote, and for those of you watching the show later who aren't part of the regular crew, uh, we have a coyote that keeps visiting like four, five, six nights a week. The thing comes right up to the back door. I mean, like nose on the glass of the French door is kind of close. Um, <laughs> Harry Harlow, can we put a little reverb on that air conditioner? Uh, anyway, this coyote's getting a little too friendly. Um, so it turns out that all my neighbors, we live in a cul-de-sac, and all the neighbors have been seeing this thing. And it is eating gophers. One day I got video of it on the security camera with it uh, walking up to our patio with a gopher dangling from its mouth. Um, anyway, uh, I got three other neighbors to kick in with me. We're hiring a live trapper to catch the coyote and then release it near beautiful Camarillo, California, out in the strawberry fields where the coyotes roam and eat uh, really good food. Dr. Effector, we have kangaroos in our backyard. Well, don't pick a fight, they're nasty. Uh, Polly, we used to have a three-legged coyote for years. I mean, everybody in the town that I live in knew the three-legged coyote. My next door neighbor was telling me right before I started the show today, I was out in the backyard and uh, they found a gopher in their swimming pool this morning. I was very upset. Did I miss the grand total yet? Uh, the vote is in. 33 would forward and 26 would not. And that was, in fact, a forward by the screeners. Uh, so you guys are big winners on that one. Yay. But it's amazing how close the votes are. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they're talking about uh, the coyote and the gophers in the chat room. Once he runs out of gophers, he'll move in. The neighbor's cats and small dogs. Apparently, that's already happened. That's why the neighbors are... Uh, into uh, financing the uh, relocation. All right, this one is called Emo Sarah Trap, number three.
more bobbing head. your votes. Plus one if you would forward and minus one if you would not. Um, somebody said it was Yacht, yacht Trap. Um, I kind of agree with that. I agree with Paulie as well. He said, sounded more lo-fi or chill hop. Uh, major keys are rare and trap. Too much melody going on. Uh, yeah, the melody thing. It, it, I'm certainly not a trap expert by any stretch of the imagination, but even I knew that that didn't sound like a typical trap. It was introspective. It was kind of, it was a good piece. It was interesting. I just don't know that it, fits what the uh, listing asked for. Coyote trap. There you go. You know, about the chill hop being online so much of it these days, uh, a lot of it, is, tons of it gets listened to by students who are allegedly studying in college. Uh, I've noticed that the streaming channels that have like, you know, 24 hour a day uh, live streaming of chill hop and uh, other genres as well um, for pets, etc., you know, for students, for people at work. All those channels, their numbers have dropped off. I mean, like crazy, like 98% of their listenership is just gone. And I think it's because people are home. They're not at work, uh, a lot of them. Um, uh, students are kind of in school, but they're doing everything online. Um, maybe they're not studying. I don't know. But um, I, I've been watching that stuff now for a few months, and I've noticed that the listenership has gone from like, you know, 2,000, 10,000, 25,000 people on certain channels down to like 862 people. And it's been that way. Okay, the vote is in. 
Ariana says, 19 people would forward and 50 would not. You guys got it right again, A&R geniuses that you are. <laughs> and how says, today's chill hop is tomorrow's dentist office in Yacht Rock. You know, I think you're right, Ann. All right. Let's see what we got here. All right. This one is called Sad Forever. Wow. That's sad. That little, mm, got a little bed in there. It's kind of interesting. Yay. Okay, cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one if you would have returned that if you were the screener. Boats are flying in. I don't think I've ever seen them scream in so quickly. Joseph Alonzo wants to know if he can change his vote. Only if it's a tie and one vote would make a difference. How's that? 
by the way, while Ariana is counting those votes, I want to um, remind you guys that tomorrow, 4 o'clock, same time, same channel, we're doing another Taxi Quarantini Happy Hour. Um, and our guest tomorrow is going to be Mr. Chuck Henry, who is one of Taxi's most successful members. does mostly instrumental stuff, definitely a member of the Six Figure Composer Club, um, incredibly nice man, and uh, is just so supportive of helping other people, I can't believe it. And that air conditioner's loud. When we were in the process of buying this house, uh, the people selling the house said, look, our electric bill is only $7 a month. I mean, $17 a month. And I went, that's not possible. And, and the lady went and got the bill from the previous month and showed us, and it was in fact $17. And I said, how do you do that? Do you have like solar on the roof or something that I missed? And she said, no, we never use the air conditioner. We hardly ever turn on lights. They only turned on one light in the kitchen, one in the stairwell, and uh, occasionally one in a bedroom, and never ran the air conditioner for the seven, uh, I forget how many years they had the house before we did, maybe 10 years. I, I was blown away. So when we bought the house, essentially we got new air conditioners, <laughs> even though the house wasn't new. The vote is in. 25 would forward that, 43 would not. Uh, okay. And that one was actually forwarded. Forwarded. Um, I've got to say, there were a couple things about that, that, a couple of sounds that I was doubtful about, but it had the mood. So maybe that's why the screener forwarded. Um, Wow, Chris Ishoy, how are you, Chris? Good to see you, buddy. Chris was one of our earliest members. Uh, I remember speaking to you on the phone probably, what, like 25 years ago? I think you were definitely, you know, in the first year or two or three at Taxi. Um, he's got a solar array and Tesla battery system, very sophisticated. I'm familiar with that. A good friend of mine put that in his house so he can... Uh, be off the grid should there ever be any sort of like nuclear holocaust or really bad earthquake. Um, Polly says, I think it was the most genre accurate track played so far. I agree. Um, all right. <laughs> Robert Else wants to know if Chris Ishoy's house is a self-driving house. <laughs> all right. Uh, this one's called Love Forgot You.
All right, cast your votes. Plus one if you would forward, minus one if you would return it. I actually have a real life Kodo in my office. I knocked it over in an antique store in Seattle. <laughs> I was up there years ago meeting with the, the people at Amazon, Amazon Music, and I uh, had some time to kill before my flight back to LA, so I went to an antique store and uh, knocked over a Kodo, and the guy at the counter said, you broke it, you bought it. And I said, but I didn't break it. And he goes, buy it anyway. So I asked him for a 20% discount. He gave it to me, and I got the Kodo, and it was more expensive to have it shipped than it actually cost. Kodo is that Japanese instrument that's like six feet long, <clears throat> like a big, long, rectangular thing. It's a yeah, Japanese stringed instrument. DX7, woo. I remember DX7s. Everybody who owned one at the time loved it because they, they were cool. They did a lot of stuff. But that, man, they did not sound very good, in my opinion. Yeah, the bridges on a Kodo are movable. I was actually in my office on a Saturday about a year ago, and I tuned mine. <laughs> oh, man. I'm sure it's not tuned to the... Uh, Japanese tuning. Mine is more of an American pop tuning. <laughs> 1983 called. They want their DX7 back. I mean, you think it'd do a lot of stuff. It just didn't sound good. Robbie Hancock's in the house. Vote is in. 54 would forward and 6 would not. Guess what? That was a return. I'm shocked, but not shocked, actually, at the screener not forwarding that one. I mean, that was a return, yes. I felt like it didn't really go anywhere. Um, but I liked a lot of aspects of it. I, I would have been on the fence. Like I said, I don't know anything about trap. I certainly don't know emo trap. Um, but there you go. Okay, let's listen to yet another. Hmm. Okay, this one's called Don't Know Why.
All right. Plus one if you would forward, minus one if you would not. I am curious to see how you guys do on this one. By the way, I am going to try and get the Highfields to join us on the show. Um, you notice we haven't been doing uh, on next Monday's regular taxi TV. We haven't been doing um, very many split screens because you need like six megs up upload speed to um, successfully pull that off. And it's surprising how many people don't have, and six megs is a little sketchy. Like if two or three people in the household are using, uh, you know, any bandwidth, well, the person who's uploading to the split screen with us, uh, it doesn't work. It gets really laggy. So it's almost like we've got to interview the people before we uh, commit to doing a split screen. Can you please go to speedtest.net and check your speed? So, um, Anyway, uh, one way or the other, I'm going to have the high fields here unless they get booked for something uh, next Monday, 4 o'clock, right here on this channel. And we're going to talk all about advertising music, either on the phone or with a video uh, thing. Yeah, th three, three doesn't work, Andre. Trust me. I, I had five. Remember when, we, when I first started doing these things from my house? Um, <laughs> and, and uh, I had five and sometimes it would go up to like five and a half and, and it, it was getting glitchy on me so I got a double I'm actually now at 12 um, no I actually whoever asked about my hair I was Robbie Hancock nope did it myself touched it up today Wow, people are liking my hair today uh, maybe I, I was thinking the top was a little poofy but maybe I should leave it alone The beat was too R&B. <laughs> Ray Winch says, my kids need 12 each. That's funny. Oh, man, I think it's so funny that you guys are commenting about my hair. Um, yeah, where is the Floby? You know, I should go on eBay and see if they sell Flobies on there. I need a Floby. Linda Cullum says it's like JFK's hair. <laughs> There's so many inappropriate jokes I could make, but I won't. Hello, Lynn Moritz. First time to catch you live, usually working, but on furlough this week. I like the clock. Thank you. A Flowbee is a, a haircutting device that attaches to your vacuum cleaner hose. Basically, it goes and then sucks all the hair into the vacuum. <laughs> okay, the vote is in. Four people would forward, 49 would not. And you guys were correct because it did not get forwarded. Okay, this one is called No Trust.
Okay. Cast your votes. Plus one for a forward, minus one for a return. Willie Truckaway. Hello, Willie. I've never seen you in the chat room before. Welcome to the big show. And you know what? Today, I've decided we're going to give away two books to the people who post the most interesting stuff in the comments after the archive version of the show is up on YouTube. You got to go back like, you know, 10 minutes after we're done so that Ariana and Bria can do their thing and the show will be up there. Drop us a comment. I'm going to give away one of these. Shortcuts to Hits. Why can I never get this right? Shortcuts to Songwriting for Film and TV by Robin Frederick. It's the only book in the world on this topic, and it's incredibly well-researched. Tons of great examples. And I'm going to give away a copy of Steve Barden's book, Writing Production Music for TV by Steve Barden. Except it won't come with that stuff. That's my copy. Um... I went to the office on Sunday on my way home from the desert to water some plants. And I remembered that Steve had sent me like six of these to give away on the show. So that's why I'm giving away a bonus book. Lynn Moritz. Oh my God, just remembered I have to renew my taxi membership. What, we didn't bombard you with emails reminding you? Those are both great books. Uh, Ed, Ed, do you pronounce your name Smarone or Smarin? How do you say it? He's got both books sitting right behind him. Yeah, Steve's book's really good. Now, I was watering plants at the office on my way home from the desert. And I went there with a horse with no name. That's right. Thanks, Cass, for reminding Felicia. We're going to send the books out. We're keeping a list of who gets what, and we will send the books out when we're allowed to go back to the office. But uh, our crazy mayor may never let us go back to the office. I like the story you send in the mail every year. Great read. Which story is that? Sorry, maybe I'll buy a Floby and give it away on the show. Um, okay, the vote is in. Ooh, this one's almost a tie. 25 would forward, 24 would not. And that was, in fact, a forward. I'm telling you, I feel sorry for the screener that had to go through this stuff because it, I would have gotten it wrong. I play that one? Let me see. That, let me know if I play this. Nope. This one's called Sad Rap.
All right, plus one if you would forward, minus one if you would not. Um, I've seen a lot of chit-chat in the chat room about things being busy or simple. I've got to say, if there's some, like one overarching comment that I could make about, if somebody said to me, What's, is there any common thread among all the things in all the genres for all the years that you've been running Taxi? Is there one thing that all, many, most have in common? I would say simplicity. I've said this, those of you who are regulars on the show, I'm, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but rarely is music the star. Uh, you know, yes, there are, are times when music is featured. Uh, there are times when music is very featured, you know, like a song with a vocal. Um, what do they call those things? I can never remember the name, a montage. But most of the time, for background instrumentals, most of the time for instrumental cues that get used in reality TV, music is not the star. They don't want you to even really notice the music because that means that you're not noticing what the actors are doing physically. You're not noticing what the actors are doing storyline-wise. Um, you're not getting sucked into the emotion of the show. The music is there as a, a support of that emotion. It's to enhance the emotion. Ken Mesford says, this is so helpful to hear what others are submitting, especially for a newbie like me. Well, Ken, as long as you're on that subject, don't forget we have the forwards blog. Um, couple places where you can go hear what's been forwarded for particular listings. So if you didn't get forwarded for something and you're a little cranky, a little you know pissed off about that, and you want to hear the stuff that get, did get forwarded, go to forums with an S, forums.taxi.com, and look in the forward section, which is the very first thing at the top of the page, and you can see what other people, well, your other members will say, hey, I got forwarded for XYZ listing. Also, um, I forget the URL, uh, Ariana can post it after she's done counting up the Italian at last one. But um, she puts up a forwards blog uh, all the time, I think once a week. Um, Kyle Sutton said, the forwards blog is invaluable. That lists everything that was forwarded for any particular listing. Okay, the vote is in. Three people would forward and 44 would not. You guys got it right. Alrighty, this one is called Found Out. Wilson.
my buddy Wilson. Retrospective or introspective, isn't it? Okay, cast your votes. That was the last one. We get to hang out for a little while. We've got some extra time today. That one was a great example of something that I want to talk about. Let me make a note. Um, says I have one more to play. I do.
don't know. I'm looking at my list, and I thought I hit every one of these guys. Let's see. see that one on my list oh I do see it oh really it's the second one on there I missed it okay good thank you uh, oh you're right I did play it by accident okay got it um, so how are we doing did we uh, get a total on that last one So, I can't talk, I can't tell you guys what I want to, I can't tell you what I want to say until I know what the, the vote was. Michael, do you have a favorite DI box, passive or active? Honestly, I've never heard one that I loved. Uh, but then again, I haven't been in a studio in a very long time and things have certainly evolved. Um, I will tell you that the bass sounds on the Fleetwood Mac records um, were incredibly good sounding. And when I asked Ken Calais uh, what he used, it was a thing called a fat box. Uh, and I don't think it was P-H-A-T, I think it was F-A-T. Um, vote is in 24 would forward that 21 would not so uh that was actually a forward here's my thinking on that um people often say why doesn't taxi forward stuff they're on the fence about i wasn't there with the screener i'm just guessing at this but the the that track had some really cool interesting stuff it also had some things that made it unusable like the Wilson sample, um, like the fact that it faded on the end. But I'll bet you anything the screener, um, and if it's a screener that I think it was, is a screener that is actually the co-owner of a couple of libraries um, and knows these, you know, knows everything music library stuff really, really, really well. Anyway, um, so... My guess is, he, and this is a guess, my guess is that he thought that had so many cool things about they liked them and afforded to his library anyway. And the, this would be a case where if the library heard it and liked it that much, they'd go, okay, I see why Taxi forwarded this. It's not right yet, but they would reach out to the Taxi member and say, dude, you got to yank the Wilson sample um, and you've got to not have a fade on the ending. And can you tweak this and tweak that? And can you make me nine more of those? Because I love the overall sound. I like the, you know, texturally. It wasn't all that sad. It was kind of introspective, though, wasn't it? Um, it was definitely one of those looking back at my life kind of things. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, never fade endings. So I'm shocked that a person who got that much stuff right still faded the ending. It makes it work. 
Yeah. The Wilson sample is bad because number one, you don't know if it's a cleared sample or if it's the person who made it. Maybe they had their kid say it, but whatever. Um, Wilson, what does that mean? Um, if, if you're watching a TV show and you're watching, let's say you're watching a Will Smith movie, uh, one of those uh, what's the one where he's always the cop with that other with Martin Lawrence? Um, they just put out a third one of those, I think. Anyway, and, and if they were using that, and all of a sudden you hear Wilson, it's like, did that come from outside of the car, outside of the house? Where did that come from? You don't know in the context um, that it wasn't in the movie. You know, um, Bad Boys. Thank you. Okay, uh, I have one more. Let me play. Uh, this one is called Forgetting You, which ironically I forgot. Here we go. At least I had a buttoned ending, right? Nah. Okay, cast your votes, plus one for a forward, minus one if you would return that one. <laughs> you guys must be going boop, 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 boop. Ken Mesford wants to know if that was a button or a stinger. I'm not sure. It was definitely a non-faded ending. Um, you know what? I, I, I'm going to tell you guys my definition. This is my personal definition uh, of the difference between a buttoned ending and a stinger ending. A buttoned ending, think of it as a period. It stops. Usually goes back to the tonic. Boom. 
A stinger is more of an exclamation point. It's, uh, what was the phrase that Buzz Lightyear used, you know, uh, falling with style or something? That's what I think of, a, you know, a, a stinger is like an exclamation point with style. It's, yeah, it's, it punctuates the ending. Marion, we can't say stinger hits you in the face anymore. That would be considered some form of violence and we're not allowed to use it. We're in California, damn it. <laughs> to infinity and beyond. <laughs> but remember, he fell off. He was like up on top of a high dresser or uh, something. Anyway, uh, and, and he flies down. He's, I'm, I'm not flying. I'm falling with style or something. I don't know. Victor Borga. Okay, Paulie just mentioned Victor Borga. Um, how many people on this show today have actually spent an eight-hour day recording Victor Borga? I have. Uh, I got to tell you, that guy was so cool. We were doing... I can't remember the product. Oh, Heineken beer. Um, and they just wanted Victor Borga to come in and just do like some freeform Victor Borga stuff. Just whatever, oh, the vote is in. Uh, zero people would forward that, 40 would return. You guys are winners. You were so correct on that one. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I, it was just nobody from the ad agency even showed up. Uh, it, they were on the phone um for like the first 10 minutes of the session they said just said something like victor knock yourself out we'll find something usable in there and so i just got to record victor borga all day just whatever popped into his head jamming on the piano singing um just being victor borga and he was the nicest sweetest man and so cute and lovable and funny i just that was like up there in my top 20 sessions of my life, I think. Loved Victor Borga. Okay, uh, so great. Uh, we have six minutes if you guys have any questions or we could just end the show now. Paulie says, got to study the genres before submitting. Yep, listen with headphones and you'll hear the ear candy. Absolutely. Uh, I did a session with James Earl Jones. What a voice. It was done for Dungeons and Dragons. I have, too, recorded James Earl Jones many times. I was just talking about this a couple of weeks ago. He actually is dyslexic, and I can talk about that publicly because he would. Um, and he would come into sessions uh, to do voiceover stuff, and he had to memorize the script. Um, super nice guy, really funny. Uh, had kind of a sardonic sense of humor that was kind of cool. Uh, Kara Candy wants to know what's my definition of trap? Something you catch the coyote in? I am not an expert in trap. I mean, I know trap hi hats, I know trap drum sounds. I, I can you know hear something and go okay that's probably trap that's about as good as i get on that genre i'm old man um escape artist media said thanks for this michael very informative glad you could join us and found it to be informative um 
don't you mean gopher? Yeah, gopher trap. I'm telling you, after the show's over, check out the gopher hawk gopher trap. It's my new favorite thing. I love the gopher hawk. I've got neighbors on both sides of me. A couple of weeks ago, they're looking at me like, why is this guy obsessed with gophers? Now they know because both of them have been hit with the gophers. The ones on the people on that side found a gopher um, not swimming in their swimming pool this morning. But really, both neighbors are like, "Really, you got you got yourself a gopher problem there, eh?" And they probably gave me an eye roll as I turn around, and walk back to my house, and now they're both like, "What was the name of that gopher trap you got?" <laughs> Yeah, the Gophers heard that there was a new sheriff in town, meaning moi. And uh, hold on. Yeah, there's a new sheriff in town. And uh, the Gophers decided to boogie, and they went <laughs> east and west. They're in the neighbor's yards now. And one of the neighbors the other day said, yeah, it's not so bad. They're on the, you know, the dirt hill. It's just like dry soil on the backside of their yard. And uh, the lady called me before and she's saying, now they're in our yard. They're eating our lawn. <laughs> what eats gophers behind, uh, besides coyotes? Hawks. There's a hawk that sits in a tree right above gopher land in my backyard. And every now and then I'll be sitting here working and I'll see the hawk do a foop. And uh, I'm sure that uh, it takes a gopher to a place it's never been before. That looked goofy. Oh, now look at that. I've mussed my hair. And it was so perfect before, right, Linda Cullum? Um, yep, hawks eat them. Um, cats, dogs, owls are best. For what? Oh, Martin Frog, thanks, Michael and Ariana, for a great show in these trying times. You're welcome. You should be coming to the show every day, every single, well, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at four o'clock. We do an hour long show that's more informal than this, um, kind of. Uh, it's just a hangout, but you know, we, we cover topics and it's somewhat educational, but uh, we do it just, you know, to make you guys feel like you got a place to go. Like-minded people to hang out with every day. Um, Michael, look up the, Oh, I've seen the Gophernator. <laughs> I actually thought about getting one, but I'm too cheap. The Gophernator literally fills up the, the whole, I mean, seriously, underneath my lawn in the hillside in the back of our yard, it, it's like, remember Sim City? It's like Sim City, not Sin City, but Sim with an M, Sim City uh, of Gopher Runs, just everywhere. My whole yard is lumpy from like all the years of Gophers before I got here. And... Um, so the gophernator, you actually take this thing, it looks like a, like an air compressor kind of, and it sends down gaseous fumes into the gopher holes and you spark it and it blows up. It's like Bill Murray at the end of Caddyshack. Literally, I've seen videos where you could just see all the ground go. Whoop. It's so cool. Oh man, my neighbors, you know, a, a couple of weeks ago, they probably would have called the police and turned me in. Now they would probably like me to have a gophernator. But yeah, both neighbors are ordering the gopher hawk right now. Um, one more minute left. Any other gopher discussions you guys want to have? So let me see. Is there anything else I want to remind you about? Don't forget, go into the comments. Wait about 10 minutes. You can do it later tonight. But go in. Whew. There we go. 
and uh, leave your comments and Ariana's going to pick a commentor and uh, actually she will pick two commentors. One person will get shortcuts to songwriting for film and TV. There you go. And the other one will get writing production music uh, for TV by Steve Barton and Robin Frederick, respectively. Um, will I be doing this for other instrumentals? Absolutely. Um, Did I speak to the neighbor's kids after I pulled the knife on them? No, I haven't. I've spoken to the neighbor. He didn't mention it. Um, I've, now I've got to tell everybody what happened just so nobody thinks I actually pulled a knife on my neighbor's kids. But we've got relatively new neighbors next door. They've been living next door to us for like a year and a half. We don't know them very well. You know, it's kind of at the end of the driveway on garbage bin night. Hey, how you doing? Kind of thing. I'm Michael and Brian, blah, blah, blah. So they've got a couple of kids that appear to be, I don't know, nine or 10 and 11 or 12 years old, a boy and a girl. And so they must have assigned them the job of uh, taking out the, the garbage bins. So one night the, the sun is going down and all I see are these two silhouettes and they look to be, you know, roughly five feet tall, I guess. And I thought it was the husband and wife from next door. I couldn't see anything but silhouettes. So I stuck out my hand and started walking toward them, go, hey, I'm Michael, your neighbor, how are you? Welcome in the neighborhood. And these kids just looked horrified. Once I got close enough to them, I could see that they were kids and they must have been taught stranger danger at a very early age. And they just like bolted away from me. They were just petrified that this unknown person would like walk right over to them. So anyway, um, you know, it's been a year and a half now. I barely ever see these kids. I'm not sure. They might have just rented them for the week they moved in. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I'm, these things, uh, birds of paradise. So we've got some that are blooming in the front of the house. And I went out there the other day to cut a couple off to stick in the vase because a couple of them were drying out. And I took a big knife, like a 12 or 13 inch kitchen knife with me to slice them off. <laughs> I walked out the front of the house with this knife in my hand. And the two kids were out there again in the driveway. I think they were like skateboarding or something. <laughs> and they saw me come out of the house with a knife and boom, gone. Man, oh man, I'm sure they went inside. The neighbor's trying to kill us. <laughs> anyway. That's my exciting life. Thank you for joining us today. Don't forget to leave your comments, win a book. Um, see you here tomorrow for the Hangout Show, the uh, Quarantini Happy Hour. They're a lot of fun. They really are. Um, thank you all for joining us. I hope you learned something today. I learned something today, which is I need to bone up on my trap. Um, and I will try really hard to get the Highfields to be here next week for a full 90-minute episode of Taxi TV Live. And with that, I bid you a fond farewell. Thanks, Ariana. Bye, you guys. <laughs>